Hello, 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 everyone. Let's start in a few. It's been a while. Just gonna wait a few for someone to come into the room. Can't wait to get started. So hello, 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 even to my podcast um, audience as I'm recording for podcasts as well. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Mondays. Emotion Monday. I'm so excited. It's been a while since I, you know, um, I've been gone for a little bit, almost a month, and I'm so excited to be on here to pour once again. Whoever is coming in, uh, say hello to me so I can address you in the comments. Um, I may not be able to see your name if you haven't registered on the StreamYard um, app or whatever. But um, so welcome, welcome, welcome. And, uh, you know, today's topic, I love it. Where is there? Where is there? So um, just to go over a few things of how Emotion Mondays go. Um, Emotion Mondays go um, like this, where I do read a blog and we discuss and we, you know, go over it. And I just go ahead and let God you know, speak in between uh, me reading my topic and my blog for the day. Um, so Emotion Mondays, I'm so excited to start back up. And what Emotion Monday is, um, this is the day that God wanted me to come in, come on and pour and to speak with whomever may listen, whomever may take in this message as a confirmation and use it as a push to push them forward for the rest of the week. Um, it's a play on words, E motion Monday. You know, my uh, this ministry is the Psalms of my emotions. So, and that is the title of my first book, Shameless Plug. Uh, it is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. And um, so you can catch it there, but welcome, welcome, welcome to this uh, Emotion Monday. So I just wanted to get on here. I won't uh, further prolong the time, but um, the topic, if any of you have already uh, read the blog or anything, it is called Where is There? Where is there? You know, where are, you know, and this question came about and I'll read it also uh, with my blog. This question came about um, because... I think sometimes we may be in so much of a hurry to get to a certain place and then we don't realize uh, where are we going. We don't, um, oftentimes God may show us something and then we're just off into it and then we forget to consult with him, to check with him, to make sure that there is where he is, all right? You know, we don't consult and see and make sure that there is where he is. So that just came about. Um, also during my uh, consecration, my, you know, uh, fasting that I did, you know, I had went on a 40 day 
uh, fasting and consecration, which was very much needed and um, opened and unlocked some things in my life that I, I didn't expect, you know, to do. But, you know, and I'll have a testimony and everything about that, you know, some months later. But um, right now, I thank God that I took that time and um, he instructed me to get off of, you know, social media. And, you know, at first I was just like, OK, God, I'm going to go on my fast. And then I'm not going to, you know, I'm still going to get on here and do my videos because God, I'm doing it for you. You know, this is for you. This is for, you know, what you want me to do. And he said, no, get off. And I said, okay. So as soon as I got off, maybe the next day, he said, you have passed the test. You know, I talked about this in a little clip it snippet preview of the video that I did. Um, if you guys want to go back and, and watch that, you can, but I'm explaining it now. Uh, he informed me that you passed the test. He said, many has have failed this test because, you know, they have made their platform. They have made um, something so important, so important that they can't hear me. They can't hear me call them off of it. You know, it, as well as it is a beginning of a thing, you have to know that there is an ending and you have to know when God is causing an ending to things, you know, or, or a temporary pause to some things. And you have to be very sensitive to his voice. So when he told me I passed and many have failed this test, you know, he's just like, okay, you're, 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 Hey, you're going to be ready. You are right. Because you heard me, even in this level, you heard me told you to get off of here. You weren't letting the people rule you. You weren't letting the people tell you what to do. And I tied that story into Saul, which we're going to get into today. So um, tonight, so I'm not going to further prolong, you know, the subject. Just want to give you guys a little bit of background of where all of this came from. And, you know, you just have to know in this season, if God has given you something, you have to know to hear them in the, in the, hear him in the things that you're doing, that you say that you're doing for God. Cause sometimes we're get, we'll get so used to saying we're doing something for God. And it's been a long time since we consulted with him. All right. It's been a long time since we asked him, you know, where do I go? Do I go here? Go, do I go here? Do I go there? We just kind of just launch off and we leave him in the back burner and we don't want to leave God in the back burner of anything that we do. All right. So let me just go ahead. I hope you guys were able to read the blog. Um, and so the title of it is where is there? Where is there? So let me just pull this down a little bit. Um, and again, like I said, I welcome my podcast, you know, audience, I, uh, you know, I appreciate you finding, you know, my podcast, I'm listening and oh, I forgot before I just go on um, more with this video. I have dropped five new podcast episodes. You don't want to miss those episodes. Uh, they are full of insight, full of nuggets. You know, you may need to hear it. You may need to hear it. You know, sometimes we ask for God for confirmation and we look for him to do it in this most explosive way. And sometimes the answers that we seek or the confirmations or anything that we seek is right, you know, within our reach. So, hey, if you guys are led to listen to it, I advise you to do that. All right. So uh, let's see. Where is there? So what are you in a rush to get to in life? Where is exactly 
there. We will never accurately find there until we discover who we are and where God wants us. So I just want you guys to just think about that. Where is there? Where have you really just really thought about where are you trying to go in life? What are, why are you doing what you're doing? Where is there? You know, and then this, um, you know, I wanted to read that again. We will never accurately find there until we discover who we are and where God wants us. That is the key thing. And I know it's been said many times, you know, I've heard lies, I've heard things. You have to know who you are. You have to know who you are. You have to know who you are in Christ. You have to know how God sees you to know where there, where you're supposed to be, where the there you're supposed to be at. You know, sometimes the there we want to go, and I don't want to tell, you know, the whole blog right now. Uh, sometimes the there that we want to go is out of flesh. It's out of desires. It's out of what we see that somebody else has, you know, and, and, and we want to get there. And that not may not be the there that God wants you to be at. So now the topic of this blog came about from a conversation with my sister. Uh, one of And it's one of those good old conversations that takes you further on a brain and Jesus journey. Listen, me and my sister, my family, hey, we discuss this Bible. We discuss this Bible. We discuss, you know, um, what God shares. And, you know, we, we, we kind of talk amongst each other. And we have some good conversation and revelation. So listen, you know, it's one of them good old conversations that takes you further on the journey to Jesus. I love it. And I take it not for granted, you know, that I have access to that. Um, I expressed that I had no intentions of getting nowhere fast. This was in the conversation that I had with my sister. But said out loud, where is actually there? You know, I feel like, what I'm doing, um, doing these videos, um, posts that I do, um, even TikTok. You know, I'm on TikTok now, and I have a inspirational video or inspirational messages that are under a minute because people's attention spans are really short. So you know, you have to do it under a minute. Um, you know, really to get a, a message out. So I pretty much am obedient day to day to day. You know, that's why the subject changed. This subject was supposed to be behind the lyrics. You know, I want to talk about the meaning behind uh, music and behind the lyrics, but God switched it up. So, you know, that is a good indicator that, you know, I listen and I obey God and I only go by his direction and his leading. So anyways, um, you know, I'm not trying to get anywhere fast. I live day to day just by the obedience of God and wherever that obedience takes me then that's where God wants me to be. So, uh, and, and just to put a pin there, I believe, you know, that's how we have to live. We have to wait on that manna. We have to wait on that information and be obedient from day to day. And, you know, it even says in, in the Bible, don't worry about, you know, tomorrow. It has its own thing, you know, don't worry about what you'll eat, what you drink. Just be obedient for today and just eat, you know, the daily bread that God gives you. And eventually it's going to lead somewhere. It's going to lead to your destiny. It's going to lead to your promise. 
but you have to take this thing day by day. Sometimes I think we, we get so used to planning the there, planning the end of the journey that we don't take in God's daily bread. We don't take in the daily bread that he has available for us. I mean, it's hot and ready like little Caesars. It's hot and ready <laughs> to eat and to take on. And I think we forget that. You know, um, we, 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 we have everything planned out. So it has to go how we've written it down. It has to go how we plan. And we have to take in this daily bread. God just orders us for us to be obedient. Obedient. That means we seek him every day. Why do you pray every day? Why do you get up in the morning? It's just not to just tell him, thank you. That's good. He deserves all the worship and praise. But that's you pray for direction. You pray for guidance. You pray for your eyes to be open. You pray for your ears to hear. That's why you pray. You pray to get that direction so then that you can land in your destiny. All right. So again, didn't mean to get off such, such a, a tangent. Uh, where is actually there and why is there so much of a rush to get there? See, that depends on what your there is. You know, um, if you're rushing to get to a there, that may not be what God wants you, where you to go, because there's no rush. There's no rush. When God shows you where there is for him, there's no rush to get there. We may get excited, but there's no rush to get there. All I knew in that conversation is that wherever there was, I didn't want to be there without God. That is one thing that, you know, I would say as God um, is using me, as he's directing me, um, that was the one plea that I had for God was don't leave me. Don't, wherever you are sending me, don't leave me. I want to feel him there. I want to feel him everywhere that he sends me. I don't want to be somewhere and then I can't feel, I can't feel God. I can't feel, you know, Christ. I can't feel him. I can't hear him. That is a scary and lonely place to be. You know, when you're you're at this height, you're at this place, you're at this elevated place worldly, and then you can't hear God. You know, to me, that is the the, the fear. That is the fear, you know, but I know he said he will never leave me or forsake me. So I have to hold on to that promise. All right. So we're going to look into y'all know that I am a word person. I am a word person. So there, you know, I looked into the definition of there and then I know we're probably like, okay, you're looking up there. How much definition can be in the word there? It's a lot of uh, definition. I mean, if you, you'd be surprised what definitions you can find in the littlest words and what revelation you get. But that's what I like to do. I love to look at the deep meaning of words. So I looked up there. So there defined is in, at, or to that place or position. Of course, we know there. See, that's a place or position. And look at this. Interestingly enough, it also means fully conscious, rational, or aware. So there is also a state of consciousness, rationale, or awareness. 
So let me reword the question with the definition. Where are the places and positions you are trying to go and reach? And where is the space of consciousness, rationale, and awareness are you trying to reach? So it's not only just a place and position, but what state of mind are you trying to get to? We have to be careful to not rush into a uh uh you know a place where our mind shifts away from God. So if you're rushing to get to, you know, maybe to know, I, I don't know, uh getting to get a degree and um Oh, the glare that is coming through here. Uh, you know, rushing to get a degree, uh, rushing to get more knowledge, you know, on things. You know, why are you rushing to get that? God is an all wise God, you know, and education. I have nothing against it. I'm an advocate for education because I plan on going back to get more education. But the thing is, you know, um, I'm not in a rush to get that. You know, I'm not in a rush to, you know, get that unless God releases me to get that, unless God releases me to get the education, more educated, which he has, you know, told me to go and get more education. So uh, these questions sound like they need the aid and assistance from God, correct? You know, uh, what are the places and positions you're trying to go? Where is the space of consciousness, rationale and awareness you're trying to reach? That's a that's a question for God. But what happens often is that we try to get there on our own and in our own strengths. You know, we have to be careful that wherever we're trying to go, we have to be mindful and uh, to see if we're doing it in our own strength. We can't do this thing. We can't do this Jesus walk. We can't go on this Jesus journey, this Jesus destiny a thing in our own strength. It's going to take his spirit. It's going to take his guidance. It's going to take his uh, his vision. We don't know. We don't know what this thing looks like. God knows the end before the beginning. He knows our ends. He knows how this whole thing is going to line up. So we wherever there is, you can't do it in your own strength. Uh, the uh, we can't get in our strength. The places, position, state of consciousness, rationale, and awareness. We can't get there. We can't get to a state of mind, a state of consciousness, and a rationale without without God. We can't get there in our own strength. There, in our minds, aspirations and wishes may not be the there that God has in mind. So this is where it gets a little sticky and tricky. Let me read that again. There in our minds, in our aspirations, and in our wishes may not be the there that God had in mind. All right? That may not be it. So hearing this may be heartbreaking for those. Listen. Hearing, hearing this may be heartbreaking for those that are dead set on things going the way that, all, that has always been planned. When things don't happen how we have planned and we hear that it is indeed not the plan of God, we subconsciously believe that our plan was much 
better subconsciously. So you have it where you know what you want to do. Um, well, this looks exciting. And then what if God just, you know, tap, just shows you in a dream or taps you and just say, uh-uh, that's not what I want you to do. I want you to do this. So then we feel like, well, what's wrong with my plan, God? What's wrong with what I want to do? There's nothing wrong with it. It's not hurting anyone. That's not the point. The point is, is it actually his will? Is it actually what he wants done in the earth? That's the problem. You know, the problem is not weighing if it's good or bad or how much damage it's going to do. You can do damage not doing God's will. You can do damage, you know, not doing what he has told you to do. You know, all right. Matter of fact, you know, like I said, you, you won't find peace. You know, there's there's no no joy, no peace, and you feel pressure, and you you just have all these unnecessary things that you have to go through because you're trying to do what you want to do. Uh, could it be that our plans are are flesh and worldly induced and not sought out by the Holy Ghost? Uh-oh. We have to check that. You know, make sure that our there isn't worldly induced. What is uh accepted by the world what do they feel like we should be doing or or you should be doing what seems appealing what will make you more money you know what is a uh glamorous career what is a um you know something that will you know just only cause them to lift you up you know just just you ain't got nothing to do with glorifying god you know we have to be careful make sure that they're it's not flesh induced. All right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you have to make sure that it's ushered in and that the Holy Spirit is there. Uh, what feels good and appears to be a success to be a success and can be looked on as being successful does not mean that it counts as a win for God. This does not count for a win for God just because it looks successful to the world. What is successful to the world most times may not be a win for God unless you're winning a soul to him. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let me read that again. Um, what feels good and appears to be a success and can be looked on as being successful does not mean that it counts as a win for God. Imagine gaining 100 points for the earth and zero from God. Y'all do know that's possible. You can get all the brownie points, all the likes, all the loves, all the views from the world and can get zero points from God. He like, what do that mean? That don't count. I don't count them likes. I don't count them views. I count how many souls come to me, you know, through what you're doing. So if there are no souls coming to me from what you're doing, zero points for you. And you can get all the applause and accolades from the world and from people, but you get zero from me. That is why I do what God, what is pleasing to God. Going by the leading of the world and what is acceptable or what people give you applauses and brownie points for, you know, I mean, 
is cool, but you know, I would rather have all the points from God. All right. So that doesn't count as a win or success in my book, nor in the best book in the world, the Bible. You know, God counts wins as bringing people to him. Those who win souls are wise. Those who win souls are wise. And in this season, it's all about the souls. All about the souls. All about the souls. That's what we're getting ready and what we're prepping for is the souls. So let me get into Saul, y'all. Saul was a trip. <laughs> if you have not known about the, the story and of Saul, I won't get into the full story, but I'll just touch on this little bit that kind of prompted and tied in to what God was telling me. So I'm reminded of Saul, the first king of Israel in the Bible, when I go on about trying to get to a destination without God. Saul tried it. Saul tried it. Saul tried it. Saul tried to get to a destination without God and didn't even realize it. That's the dangerous thing. He, he thought so much that he was hearing and he was not. He didn't listen to the exact instructions that God had set. He told him to kill, you know, the, I believe they're the Amalekites. <laughs> he told them to go and kill everything with an enemy's camp. So what did Saul do? He brought back uh, animals, you know, and, and said that he wanted to go ahead and sacrifice them. Like, I'm doing it for God. So you still did what you wanted to do. It may not have been a bad thing because that was the thing, you know, they, they sacrificed uh, things to God. But did God say that? He didn't tell him. He said, kill everything. Clean house. And what did Saul do? What did he do? He went after his own, what he thought was right and didn't consult with God. Didn't do what he told him to do. So anyways, I'm reminded of Saul, the first king of Israel in the Bible, when I go on about trying to get to a destination without God. It was indeed God that put Saul in his position. And at the same time, how quickly Saul forgot. We can't forget. If God has given us an assignment, we can't forget that he put us there. He seats us in places. He seats us in the work. He seats us as being laborers, you know, for him. So allow me to mention a few passages of scripture to dig deeper into the point. Then the Lord said to Samuel, I am sorry that I ever made Saul king. For he has not been loyal to me and has refused to obey my command. It's all about obedience. All about obedience. I'm going to read it again. I am. Then the Lord said to Samuel, I am sorry that I ever made Saul king, for he has not been loyal to me and has refused to obey my command. Samuel was so deeply moved when he heard this that he cried out to the Lord all night. This is in 1 Samuel 15, 10 through 11, you know, Samuel was sad, you know, because, hey, this was supposed to be the, the, the king for however long, you know, of course, until he passed or whatever. This is supposed to be the king. And of course, you know, 
um, you don't rejoice over uh, God's anointed when they fall or when God has made a change their his mind about that person. You just don't like you don't rejoice in that. You, you know, like Samuel, he cried out to the Lord all night. Not necessarily. And I would think also that this was a hard word probably to even tell Saul. <laughs> to even confront, you know, prophets don't have a good, it's not a good, it's not a pleasant job. You know how they make it nowadays where a lot of prophets prophesy cars and houses and, you know, oh, you're going to get this. Oh, you're going to walk in this. No, that wasn't a pleasant job to have. That wasn't a pleasant uh, gift to have to be a prophet. It still isn't, you know, to be a prophet of the Lord because you do deliver um all the mail isn't good all the mail everybody isn't gonna like so then what happens when somebody doesn't like the mail then you try to kill the prophet then you try to say you know what well, that was a false prophet that was not telling the truth <laughs> so you know you get that and so it's not it's not an easy job you know i would say that might have been part of it and this is strictly my opinion that he might have been uh not wanting to bring that news, but also, like I said, you don't rejoice over of the falling of God's anointed, someone that he's anointed. You don't rejoice in someone's fall. That's why I'm not a fan of rejoicing over someone being exposed because they were called by God. And then you see them going through a fall, going through trials. That is That doesn't feel good, especially if you are truly connected to the body of Christ. That does not feel good. That doesn't, that shouldn't feel good. If you are an intercessor, if you are uh, praying and standing in the gap for people, that does not feel good. You know, that affects you as well. I just wanted to throw that out there. And I don't know why I was getting on that tangent. But, you know, we don't rejoice over our brothers and our sisters that fall or that, you know, fall into temptation, that fall into different. We, we don't rejoice over that. We just don't. All right. Then Saul, and then I want to read this other uh, scripture. Then uh, Saul admitted to Samuel, yes, I have sinned. I have disobeyed your instructions and the Lord's command. For I was afraid of the people and did what they demanded. Hey, don't let nobody tell you where there is that they want you to be. He... Sam saw let the people tell him where there was. Saul let the people tell him where there was, where his there was, what he should be doing as king. He was more afraid of the people than God. Don't be more afraid of the people than God. So for I was afraid of the people and did what they demanded. But now please forgive my sin and come back with me so that I may worship the Lord. But Samuel replied, I will not go back with you. Since you have rejected the Lord's command, he has rejected you as king of Israel. As Samuel turned to go, Saul tried to hold him back and tore the hem of his robe. And Samuel said to him, the Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you today 
and has given it and has given it to someone else, one who is better than you. And he who is the glory of Israel will not lie, nor will he change his mind, for he is not human, that he should change his mind. God says what he says. So we can't, you know, uh, take advantage of grace and mercy of the Lord. You know, it will come times where he's just like, uh-uh, mm-mm, nope, you're going to reap what you sow. You're going to reap it. There's consequences to this. All right. So, um, you know, let me read on. Oh, how I wanted someone to go and ask Saul if it was indeed worth it to do and move on his best interest. I'm like, I want to ask Saul, was that even worth it to do to go what you thought was right? To do what you feel like there was? Was that was that cool, Saul? Was it even worth it? And he didn't know that even in that choice, that that will cut him off from being king. That will cut him off from the destiny. He didn't know that. We don't know. We don't know the consequences of us disobeying God. We don't know the consequences of going there without God. This consequences was this consequence for Saul was so severe. He was cut off from being king and cut off to me more importantly than all cut off from God's voice. God wasn't trying to, uh-uh, mm-mm. I don't want to hear it. I'm not even going to talk to you no more. To me, that is the absolute worst. To be cut off from God's voice. No direction. So where is there at that point? Where can you go without God's voice? Where is there? It's going to be according to how your flesh feels. How to where the people want you to go, that's gonna be your there at that point. If God cuts you off or you're not hearing God's voice, that's gonna be your there. And that there is not gonna have peace and is not gonna have joy. All right. <laughs> so, you know, again, like I said, Saul, was it worth it? Was it worth it you doing what you wanted to do? And you didn't even know the consequences of you felt like it was little. You brought these animals back and said, I'm going to sacrifice it because I think this is a good idea for the Lord. But God didn't tell you to do that. And you got cut off. And then you were sorry and remorseful, but it was too late. God had already made his mind up. Y'all, you got to obey. Grace and mercy is, is, is there and is there anew each day. But we can't take it for granted and, and knowing what God is going to do. So it's best to just try to be obedient. He knows your heart to, you know, what you what he feels like you will move in obedience in. So anyways, let me go on and move. <laughs> I got lost in that point, y'all. Uh, let's see. And I ask the same to whoever's reading and hearing this blog right at this moment. Do you really think it is worth it to move on your own best interest to move on your heart's desires without consulting with God? Is that there you think is best for you? 
Is that the there you think is best for you? Saul's there got him stripped from the kingdom of Israel. Will your there get you stripped from the kingdom of God? Ooh, Jesus. Will your there get you stripped from the kingdom of God? Where are you trying to go? Ask yourself right now, whoever's going to, who's watching now, who's watching the replay, where is your there? Where is there? Is it going to cause you to get stripped from the kingdom of God? Then it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yes, you'll probably have a lot of money. Yes, you'll be drive the car that you want. Yes, you will. In this earth, there will be nothing that you can't access. But is it worth being stripped from the kingdom of God if that's not his will? All right. I want y'all to think about that for real. Being obedient in this season is so real. All right. Whew. God anointed Saul as king and God has anointed us with gifts, callings, and assignments. Wouldn't he be the one to point out where there is and how to get there? We have to make sure that we don't mix up our there with God's there. Find out what God's there is, y'all. Amen. Jesus. That's what I said. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love God. I love his word. Um, we have to make sure that we don't mix up our there with God's there. Totally different directions. And most of the times, totally different motives. Our there is different than God's there. And they have different motives. And they go in different directions. Most of our theirs are for the pleasures of the flesh. Money, fame, and fortunes. And God's theirs are solely for the feeding, healing, and aiding of others entirely. There is no other motive in why God gives you a there, a destiny, a place. It's because what he's having you to do is to feed, heal, and aid others. Like, entire, like that's it. It's not even for you. You benefit it. You benefit from doing the work of God because of the relationship. Gifts and callings come without repentance. You benefit while operating in the assignment only because of your relationship with God. Your relationship could be bad with God and you could be in your assignment and be miserable. And be miserable. The joys come from relationship and you doing the assignment. You got to have both. You got to have both. You can't look at what well, God is using me. All these things are happening through me. But your relationship is raggedy with God. Saul tried it. He tried it. I did God's will, but you brought them animals with you. God said, kill it all. Clean house. And what'd you do? You did what you wanted to do. So we have to be careful, you guys, in doing that, you know. And when you're working the assignment, don't get so engulfed in the assignment and the call. Do it. You know, you will enjoy it because of your 
depending on how good your relationship is with God. If you are in a good place with God, that assignment will be so fulfilling because you're doing it because you love him. Not because of accolades, not because of brownie points, not because of likes, views. You do it because you love him. And because of that love that comes from doing his assignment, it's going to be the fulfilling. That's going to be what fills you. Not what this earth provides. So I ask again, where is there? Where is your there? One comes with peace and the other a gamble with the enemy. I'm going to say that again. Where is there? Where is your there? One comes with peace and the other a gamble with the enemy. I pray and hope that it comes with God and his blessings. I pray and hope that it is the reason for the late night work, the studying, and the prayers and the fasting. My favorite beatitude out of the Bible is blessed are the pure at heart for they shall see God. This is in Matthew 5 and 8. I pray that we all pursue are there with a pure heart and that is when we will see God in everything we do. All right. <laughs> that was my, um, that was the blog, y'all. So if you guys missed it, you can catch it. Uh, um, the replay, it's on YouTube. And, you know, I also want you guys, I don't know if you guys have noticed, I do have a like page. It's not my personal page, but I felt that it was easier because of the things that I'm trying to do. Um, just to have a like page so I can run uh, different things through that channel and not so much out of my uh, personal page. I want to put whatever I want, you know, and it's not bad, but, you know, I just want to keep things professional and, and, and professional looking, you know, on my uh, like page. So I hope y'all enjoyed this. I hope y'all, after my long <laughs> sabbatical, I pray that you guys got something out of this. You know, this is very serious. This is something that God had laid so heavy on my heart that he is asking for our total obedience in everything, in the little things. He doesn't want to get our there, our, you know, ambition on where we're trying to go to get in the way of his will. Sometimes we try to say that it's his will and it's not. You know, He we have to get in his face to know what his will is every day. He's not just going to tell us once and then we run with it and don't talk to him no more and say, well, God, you said this was your will, you know, and we're not um, consulting with him each day about it. All right. So I just want to thank you guys. Thank those that will catch the replay. I'm so excited and I'm a little lighter because I let that go. <laughs> that was something that was just on my heart. And I pray that you guys are blessed. Uh, read the blog. And I'm just going to go ahead and put my little, um, my stuff up. You know, I didn't even put my little, see, I didn't even put my banner and everything on there. So I want you guys to, uh, you know, share and comment if this blessed you. I'm pretty sure it will bless other people. Um, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel. There are certain things that I may put on there that I may not put anywhere else. But it's good to know, even if you don't know if I'm going online here. You will get a notification on YouTube if you subscribe and click the little bell thing so you can get notifications that I'm on. All right. 
uh, and my YouTube channel is The P of Me. Or you can look it up by my name, Rolinda C. McCoy. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Rolinda C. McCoy. Um, that's where I put most of my quotes and, you know, little um, clips and videos and everything on there. Um, also, you can email me at Rolinda McCoy at the P of me dot com. I will answer your email. And also, you can subscribe to my podcast, which this will upload um, here in a few minutes. I try to do it real quick so that I won't forget it. So you can subscribe to my podcast and it's, a, and it's available on most uh, platforms. Yes, it's available on most platforms. Um, so I can't name them all. And even with the stats, I look and I'm like, well, where did this download? You know, this. I guess anybody can access it at this point. I guess once you upload it to certain uh, platforms or certain, I don't know exactly how it goes, but it's out there. iHeartRadio, anything that you can imagine, um, the Psalms of My Emotions podcast will pop up. So I thank you guys. I thank you guys. Um, I, you know, hey, let me know if there's any testimonies, how this helped you, how this impacted impacted you in some kind of way, let me know. All right. So I thank you guys. And I pray that you have a good evening. All right. Check you later. Bye-bye.